Hey everyone, hey, welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. We are straying from the path today. We are continuing a series that we, you know, began a long time ago. This is the obvious journey through Metallica's video discography. Uh, music videos are fucking incredible. Uh, shout out to Headbangers Ball, by the way. Not something that I was around for in terms of my generation. You know, I was barely born when Ricky Ratman uh, shuffled off that uh, immortal coil. But uh, yeah, it was this kind of cool sort of music video VJ show for those not in the know. I'm sure millions of people are in the know, though. So that was cool to see. And it made me appreciate the music video and it made it fun uh, to be making the notes for this episode. This is, of course, the third edition of the show where myself and Sam Wiles are going through the videos of Metallica. Sam is someone that I mentioned a lot on the show, of course. We did a Tom Waits podcast together. That was our first foreign podcast in. We had a dramatic split and I went off to battle rap and Sam went off to Paul McCartney. Sam, how's it going, man? Uh, dude, what's going on? Uh, just so you know, this is, a, is actually the fourth video uh, is it right? analysis now. Oh yeah, God. This, this wow. is our fourth part. Each part seems to be uh, taking longer and longer of a <laughs> hiatus in between. Hopefully we'll get the, the next one out a little bit quicker. Yeah. But yeah, uh, as many of you already know, I host a podcast called Paul or Nothing. I talk about the post-Beatle life of Paul McCartney album reviews i've 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 spoken with you we did mccartney 2 not too long ago yes, or yes. The, uh, and that was, oh the fantastic episode that was that was yeah, really fun yeah but we also covered wings over america uh the live disc oh, which no. i actually hated and it my, my hate seemed to have seeped into the file it was corrupted right well the I, I wanted something a little more positive and <laughs> it was it was really quite negative right. it was really slanderous for the show and in a in a case of me just editing history in a kind of stalinist revisionism i just kind of got rid of the episode <laughs> but yeah the one we, we, we did after was much better we yeah. did mccartney too i do a lot of stuff like that uh i do a lot of in, in, in interviews with authors and people surrounding mccartney as well i'm doing a lot on the paul is dead conspiracy lately yes. i know i've been boring you with that on Facebook, really long episodes. So, I wanna, oh like, yeah, oh, dude, like, dude. Dan Carlin esque. Yeah. The third part is going to be longer than the first two as well. It it it, it is my magnus opus of bullshit yeah. flat Earth really. mystery. It like, yeah, but, absolutely. You know, I, I don't want to start ranting about how Lars was si was secretly killed and replaced by a CIA clone or something. So, but shall we move on to? to? You don't have to. Well, you can you can you follow us at Metallica Pod. You know, if you want to support the show, Patreon is there. Follow Sam's pod as well, Paul or Nothing. We'll put the description down below. Links but, all below, yeah, obviously. You know, we're here to talk about the music videos, and I just want to dive right in. And the first video, uh, The Day That Never Comes, very surprised, very intrigued that this was directed by Danish filmmaker Thomas Vinterberg. Thomas Vinterberg, who directed the best film about paedophilia ever, The Hunt, the Hunt with Mads Mikkelsen. Una's very oh. good as well, if anyone's seen Una, not to be creepy, The Woodsman people mention as well in that trio. But yeah, that is a crazy film, The Hunt. He's also directed the best film to ever feature Carrie Mulligan's bottom in tight leather, which is far from the Madden wow. crowd as well. But yeah, both are amazing films. Yeah. And obviously this is this video we're, we're talking about now, The Day That Never Comes, is the last thing he did before that kind of big Hollywood thrust. So right. it's obvious that like he was definitely going somewhere just based on the full on production value on display in this video. You know, the, the direction, the, the locations, the prop, the costume, the whole thing is like a legit project from start to finish. And possibly, like, we're, we're going to get into it in detail now. Is this possibly the best technically made Metallica video of 
not only this episode but possibly of all of them really oh for sure yeah it's one of the most technically made videos i've seen like it is so cinematic and filmic <laughs> and you know modern warfare uh, generation kill-esque but what i love is in, in amongst this a beautiful iconography are metallica themselves you know playing on a, yeah. on a, on a darkening mesa yeah we're gonna get into the band's image a lot in this episode because i think the band's changing image as they obviously get older is, is going to be something that they deal with more and more but here they are just presented so perfectly like obviously um you would have expected uh, a video for any other band to kind of be focused on the action-packed violence like adrenaline fueled combat of everything but it, it's just this really solemn tone and the whole band are presented in this dusty almost post-apocalyptic iraq and like they are there like standing defiantly they look so cool it's it's so it's so well realized and i'm glad that they've kind of come out swinging with this new album um and the story, the story that's told in the video you know there's a lot of great music videos out there but not many i'm thinking of maybe like you know uh just by radiohead that tell really interesting stories that are <laughs> captivating and, and this video definitely does that well, it, I mean, it's set in Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever the equivalent might be, mm. and obviously it, it it follows on this general plot of the, the you know a day in the life of these two soldiers yep. as they come under attack. One of them gets hit, and then one of them who survives that encounter is forced with like the you know kind of post traumatic stress disorder and the moral choices, and he's faced with like a, like do, like does he shoot this civilian or not? And like I don't want to go into like a full play by play synopsis because like, I want people to, who, who haven't seen it, to actually go out there yep. and see it. But like I did not expect this metallica music video to pull on my heartstrings as much as it did like i mean you were really asking yourself lofty questions by <laughs> by, by by the end of this like it drops you in the action and you go undergo all the stress and the strains and like you see the blood and the gore but it's not glorified in yeah. the way that something like you know we were soldiers might do you know civilians are regularly um targeted in this there are no badass kill shots no no heroism and despite the kind of grand like vast grand canvases of this kind of django unchained there will be blood-esque uh, kind of canvas these these huge landscapes it's just this very small story it's just like this this one jeep and a couple of insurgents two guys mm -hmm. and obviously it's, it's a wrought military fable uh, oh, dude! Yeah. Like it's 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 it, it's real silent cinema done mm -hmm. well. I mean, and him him against the tire passing out, the saliva dripping, you know, from his you, lifeless you, gums. You feel it? You're like, don't go, it's man. David like, Simon like, stay alive. like, you know, it's uh, yeah, raw. And the, I love how it darkens around the guys as well as we move through. And the music and the images connect so well. Like, you know, when he's holding up the civilians at the checkpoint, it's the instrumental section with the oh. open strings, the zero five out of the zero five seven, which is really chaotic and really embodies a sort of lawlessness of that environment. And I, I was I was pretty stunned watching this back. Obviously, I had seen it before. But it's such a yeah, poignant drama in of itself and the music along with it. And James vamping to the camera as well. He loves oh, the camera in this one. Definitely. Like this was a video that I accidentally saw just on a YouTube playlist uh, during like, the, the first part of this series. And I've been looking forward to talking about this one so much. And I was thinking, just coming up to this. Like, obviously, it's not like a particularly fun music video experience, but like, obviously, it kind of has weird parallels to one, which is the other big wartime Metallica music video. And it is the music video that kind of set the whole thing off. So maybe they're pl kind of playing a bit on nostalgia. And it's interesting to see where they've come as a band, both on their kind of 
concept and portrayal of war and just how far they've come in terms of music videos as well like like their politics really hasn't changed that much but like just the whole production and the style is just so so much bigger and so much grander in scale it's 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 so massive it's one of the biggest music videos i've ever seen and it it really blew me away and i was so itching to talk about it today just because it's objectively awesome like it's not enter sandman it's not like well hey i can't wait to like watch this with like some friends and stuff but like you sit down on your own and you just absorb it and it's fucking insane it's so good him putting the bullets into the gun immediately as he sees off the chopper the the post bigelow uh you know catherine bigelow goodness here and it's just yeah very very raw love how we keep cutting out to the band hammering out these ideas you know the car it's incredibly directed as well um the sun passing over behind them the camps it was actually filmed in california um just outside la and it premiered uh, september the 1st 2008 Mm. and yeah it is um it's pretty astonishing altogether well it 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 is interesting to see post 9-11 metallica i suppose uh Obviously, that kind of aesthetic is is all over this and any war film that kind of about this period. But it's it's just it's done very, very tastefully, very, very reserved. And it kind of it, it holds back and where, and, where, and where it does hold back. It really is quite effective. But they didn't hold back for the next music video uh, all nightmare long. Right. Uh, this is also for Death Magnetic. Um, actually, just just before we, we actually talk about the video, I actually don't know anything about Death Magnetic. Was was there much hype for this when it when oh it God, came yeah, out? Yeah, of course. Yeah, hugely, hugely hyped. Uh, widely well received. I personally love it. A lot of people criticise the production as being bright and you know shiny, but yeah, it doesn't really make any difference to me. But yeah, this video, I don't know. It's if mad. I, I enjoy it. But I almost enjoy it muted, I think. I think the amount of reading that plays against listening to the song, <laughs> it's sort of, it's a bit calamitous to me. It's a very unique experience, isn't it? Like, uh, when I clicked on on the, on the link, my expectations were set rather high because the first comment I saw was this 11-year-old boy who said he was he was scared all night from watching this video. So I was like, wow. okay, this is this this is this is pretty cool. And like, obviously, once it clocked on to the fact that it was all leading up to zombies at the end. Spoiler alert. Um, and I don't let the word zombies be a, a put off either. Like that, that's a very incidental part of of the whole piece as a whole. And and what it is is this like docudrama art piece and it's this extremely slow burn with a high amount of detail and kind of faux historical uh, yeah the world, the world building and, and is excellent it's insane like the 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 details like the mm. tunguska crash site and the little worms that come out and the way they interplay real life footage fake cgi footage and all of these little quirks and details that really build up the music video for this first third and the first third like like, like i say is very docudrama mm-hmm. and very realistic but then it shifts into this well second third tom that is just extremely out there and weird and it goes into full animation and it goes into full kind of grindhouse mm-hmm. dirty it comes alive contrasty colors and, and it happens when the Russians launch their machinations against America as well. And it's almost got this like stylized what, like Watchmen-esque color yeah. palette. And 
then somehow he manages to go back and balance that kind of highly stylized imagery with the docudrama stuff and carry on like none of it ever really happened and it still kind of lurches forward as this giant behemoth and i get what you mean about turning off the music because i actually did go back and watch it without the music just to take in all the details Mm. i mean the music doesn't completely mesh with the images on screen as well as i think the band would like I think the music video is almost better than the music. I was actually far more engaged with the visuals on screen than I was than I was with the music. With the day that never comes, that actually got me to go and download that song. I, I actually really like that song now. It's it's a part of my Metallica playlist. This music video, whilst being a fantastic piece of art and world building, and it, its execution is flawless. It's absolutely flawless. It didn't actually get me to go out and listen to the song much at all, and I wasn't interested in anything outside of that. But it's it's just so perfectly done, like the, the little armoured worms and the spores that bring back dead tissue and the Russians launch their attack and then they send aid and then they, they take over the US and it ends on a real nihilistic downer. Um, have you heard about how apparently Kirk Hammett came across the footage? I haven't. Yeah, uh, uh, he's, he's quoted as saying he bought the footage from a shady character in Russia and he'd been waiting to do something for years with the footage that he'd kind of found in this kind of Waitsian-esque back alley yeah. kind of way. You know, you know, typical Hollywood apocryphal tale. And the fact that this video gets so many things right with its kind of faux Russia steampunk-esque world, it does kind of plant that genuine seed of doubt in your mind and you know a long run through in these episodes is addressing how metallica tends to blur the lines between fiction and reality and you know we've gone through this a lot and now they're kind of going that next logical step further and they're blurring the lines you know not between the music videos fiction and reality but the viewers fiction and the video the the music videos reality itself and you know is is this a real found footage music video and i and i like that idea but they didn't they didn't go boring with it. Lots of found footage is very, very boring, very, very dull, and you don't expect it to carry on past the initial kind of uh, novelty of it all. But that artistic sequence in the middle, it just elevates it and it transcends into something really interesting. I'm guessing, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that you didn't resonate with it as much as I did. No, I didn't. It, I certainly didn't mind it, yeah, and I think the middle sequence was what I found interesting uh, mostly. But yeah, the sort of obscure media... Um, you know, Resident Evil, uh, Dharma Initiative kind of Definitely. elements, uh, yeah. you know, to these presentations, I thought we were kind of traditional, but but interesting. Directed by uh, Robo Shobo, who I've got to be honest, wasn't really familiar with. The video premiered, I should say, December 7th, uh, 2008. But looking on, um, I actually searched Google him and I came with this website. It's like IMDB, IMDB, but for music videos, IMVDB. Oh, okay. Um, so he's directed lots of Mastodon, um, My Chemical Romance, The Killers, this guy, Alice in Chains. So yeah, seriously talented director here. And yeah, all in all, not, not, not a bad presentation. The next one, um, is a friend of ours, Mr. Wayne Isham. Um, we've covered lots of his videos Mm -hmm. in the past on this Mm -hmm. series. Now this is, um, like, you know, Sad But True or Everyone May Roam or those sort of, you know, just a sort of live, almost a, a travel brochure for a Metallica tour, just showing you the maximum fun that can be had. And... I, I love this video, but the cuts are almost overwhelming, though. The amount of crowd footage, there's barely one... It's like a Paul Greengrass film. <laughs> what, what, with that super quick-cut fight yeah, editing? Like there's yeah. no lingering, like... 
it is very relentless and i know they're trying to match the song itself mm. and quick cutting with any metallica music video sounds like a surefire safe bet if you don't know what you're doing in the editing room but wayneisham does know the band and i got the feeling more so not that it was overly quick or anything but that it was very cookie cutter and you know it makes sense for the band at this point to throw an old friend a bone but also kind of create this smooth production just to get another music video out get wayne isham in he's done enter sandman he's done fuel give me fire and you know it's, it's just another carbon copy factory production style music video but i you know i saw the band i saw the way they performed these like this video in terms of their kind of overall arcing history this is no different than something like sad but true in in the sense that it does exactly what it did then and it does sell me still it still sells me 20 years later going to a metallica gig this still looks awesome and a lot of the other music videos they kind of have this up and down ebb and flow and like oh that that kind of worked artistically oh that kind of didn't but what has been consistent throughout all these episodes tom is that the live footage stuff has always been at least a kind of middling six out of ten you know it's it's like yeah it's totally fine and they've 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 done this for so long now and they can do this while they sleep really and it's still going to be fun fun to watch and I, i can't really to like deride them for that it's it's just what they do and it works yeah it's an orgy of head bangs and crowd noises and cuts to you know to everyone rocking out really and all the shots of the band as well are them in really kind of communal positions james pointing people out him pumping his fist in the air and behind him like a whole gallery of the audience does exactly the same thing in tandem it's a really cool image they use it a few times kirk sort of high-fiving people you know it's an, it's an onslaught of friendliness and the way this song exists it, it has these you know wallowing elements where the riffs slowly emerge the, the flames are there it's nothing that you probably haven't seen before if you've watched a lot of metallica footage and just personally uh, i would like it to linger a little bit more i think the last waltz by the band or stop making sense for example sam would be uh, you know a, a better example there but but yeah all in all i think it's a pretty uh, veritable package so obviously we're talking about hardwired to self-destruct now. Um, was there any buzz behind this push to have a music video for every single song or like most of the uh, songs on the album? Did, did people care about this at the I time? I don't know. I think a few people have done this in the past, like Beyonce, I want to say, did that. Oh, uh, yeah, she has. She yeah, has. yeah, which is yeah. It's such a cool thing to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I respect it. I understand why they do it. And obviously they don't star in each one and a lot of them like this are just kind of live footage and they're not like, a, you know, a day that never comes, etc. But for me, this is just enter hardwired, isn't it? It's like they just copied the old video about the dream sequences. Oh, oh, do, oh, oh, do you think so? Well, I, it's just uh, the lighting and the, the close-ups. And... Yeah, I suppose it, it is just the close-up of, you know, of that lion-esque headshot of yeah, Hetfield. Yeah, from, from main, like... Yeah, and like, they're kind of going, oh, do you remember how cool that was? Well, yeah, we'll just have that for a whole music video now. And the thing is, the director for this one is as much of a as an anomaly as the music video because mm. it's his only feature that he's ever worked on according to IMDB it's his cinematic debut and finale it's the only thing he's worked on it's literally just shot by some guy and you can fucking tell it was just shot by some guy because the very premise is kind of crafted in such a way that it could be executed either by a day one film student or Kubrick himself it is just set the cameras up rotate them move, move them a bit have the flashing lights and it'll all look the same anyway and you know, for a first time effort, you know, I'm gonna have to tip my hat to him. It's a fine product for kind of what it is. Mm. It's like it's, it's certainly not the worst one on this list. Uh, it's if not you're very a, watchable, is it though? If you're an epileptic, you are fucked. Yeah. Like you, uh, yeah. you, you, you cannot watch that. 
But what a lot of the music videos that Metallica have, and, and we've, we've already touched on this top, uh, kind of notion, is that they have a little extra oomph, a little bit of intrigue, a little extra hook around the halfway mark that, that makes the music video something that you didn't expect or it kind of goes in a new direction. All the good ones at least have it. And this one doesn't. It is just the same thing throughout the entirety of the video. Mm. And it's dull and repetitive and dull and repetitive. And like maybe, you know, they're trying to get back to more to their thrashier, wilder roots with this one. Like it is just that kind of raw energy that no nonsense simplicity that i do kind of admire but it does just wear you down a bit and it's it it, it doesn't last for the entirety i couldn't imagine no, no. What it's a, sh- it's a short song yeah it's a short song and it's still very boring it's one of their shortest tracks yeah like this collage of amorphous limbs and instruments and hair like it, it it's an interesting idea but it needs that little extra je ne sais quoi to like really kind of yeah push it over and make it a six and a seven out of, out of ten but this is just very me- like mediocre and forgettable really yeah there really isn't any uh you know variation or intrigue as you say where i think they kind of take this concept and maybe uh you know develop it a bit further better it with the next video which is atlas rise which again is a performance but it is a kind of you know a mashing of all their rehearsals and the writing process anyone familiar metallica have always been doing this to a certain extent but explicitly from death magnetic on i guess you could argue some kind of monster incorporates a lot of this as well they've released these for pretty much every song sam where it's just them, you know, performing the track. Uh, but it's more you just see them constructing it, not that they play the full thing like here. But I can't think of any other band in history that really lets the cameras in the studio and you just get to see them just writing it. Um, I think I know why, though. Mm. Because, like, I mean, when when they did it for Nothing Else Matters, that was a staged event. Like, there was, like, hair and right. makeup for that. Like, they did look perfect. But instead, now, we, we have the iPhone, the GoPro, the YouTube vlogger version of Something Else Matters. Mm. And, like, that that video had heart and soul and had atmosphere. This is just... Like low quality, but bottom of the, of, the, of the barrel, really bad lighting visions of 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 this band, and it kind of ruins my personal image of them. Like in in all of the the other videos, we've seen them being presented so professionally and so well and so cinematically, and here they're just kind of looking all schlubby in their in their civilian wear, looking like old men in full <laughs> in, in, in full HD. And I'm like, oh, you know, no offense to the band, that they the they're all healthy and stuff like that, but they are presented in this flat lighting in the most unflatteringly bad way possible. And it comes across as cheap and like, oh, we didn't even have the budget of the last music video. So let's literally just put some GoPros in the studio and we'll just edit something together. And it's not cute. It's not sightful. It's not fun. And I'm kind of shocked that it was released in the way it was. Yeah. Um, it comes from legacy, though. I think you have to understand, like, this would have just been cut together from footage they already did. So, and, it's, you know, it's like, just kind of encapturing that thing. I like seeing James rocking the Finn Lizzy shirt as well when he's recording the vocals. Yeah, and then no. James wearing that sort of blue surf shirt as well when he's sort of rocking out with his eyes closed. And there's a lot of cool images. There is one really awkward shot of, like, a podgy, a Hetfield just slightly bopping to the music with his eyes closed in a kind of boop-boop-bep-bep-bep-boop-boop-bep-bep kind of way. And, like, that kind of little belly podge kind of humanised him a little a little bit to me, especially as, after I heard him on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast oh, yeah. as well. Um, like, I was kind of hoping for more of a candid, personal look at where the band were in 2016. But oh. maybe after, like, you know, the PR blip that was the infighting on display in some kind of monster, I probably should have known better than to kind of hope for that kind of, you know, quasi-behind-the-curtain stuff. Um, this this has the masquerade of that, but this is definitely what, what they want you to see. And it, 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 it fills the quota 
uh, Atlas Rise has a music video, and we're done, I suppose. It's just wood chipper stuff for me, really. Okay, okay. It doesn't intrigue you to see these guys construct these pieces? It's not, it, or... it's not intriguing, and, and they're not no. constructing it. it. It felt staged to me. It didn't wow. feel real at all. Even though nothing else matters, is staged, it felt more real. Uh, okay, no, I, this is pretty sincere shit, but like, I appreciate if it comes across that way. Uh, maybe it's felt it, but just to see all the guitars, you know, it's it's a familiar environment for a lot of fans who have seen this in various documentaries before. Oh well, oh well, because there's a lot of guitars in it, that that redeems all of the, 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 the artists. <laughs> you're right, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's eye candy, but uh, but yeah, it's not that uh, hard working of a hardwired video. And uh, now that we're dead, takes again the concept of performance but I think strips it down to its bare essentials and experiments uh, with the iconography of the album art in the sort of the later sections. I'm excited with this one. I think it's a fantastic concept. It's almost like an art installation for Metallica as a music video, is, isn't it? Yeah. Like, and they're in this kind of whitewashed background and the band are kind of playing around around the amps and stuff. I'm going to talk about the amps in a moment. But um, like they're just playing and you're like oh no it's just them playing in a white room it's not going to go anywhere then the lighting changes you're like oh okay kind of high contrast black and red uh, star wars the last jedi in uh, kind of lighting that i knew would probably annoy you to to a some degree and okay i'm like okay may, maybe they're going to do something else again and i doubted them for a second and i knew i shouldn't have because what happens is it, it like they have the the projections of the warped kind of uh, mutant imagery yeah. from the album cover projected onto their own kind of gurning uh, MDMA faces yeah. and it's it's fantastic it's yeah. got this adrenaline fueled quick cut we're blessed with this caricaturish lineup of close-ups of the band it's it's so fun yeah, yeah. the way it overlays on Lars especially like it looks oh, great it looks so better in person than on the album cover but so so what came first though this or the album cover for Hardwired um, do you think I want to say the album cover would have apparently copies another album cover I think it's like Devil Driver or something the guys from Mount Like Your Podcast mentioned this I'm sure people are going to let us know but that idea of the many face you know I'm thinking of like Janus the Roman god as well having uh, that duplicitous face you know that's been in Warhammer 40k for years that kind it? of warp like demon realm mutation face yeah that's yeah. It, been been done simpsons yeah. did it yeah but they, but they play with it really well and i think you know as, yeah, as a whole can you, can you name another music video that kind of has this meta textuality between the music video and the album cover artwork in such a way um, in such like, a way no but yeah there's some that are inspired by the lack of a sergeant pepper music video at all is such a fuck you to, to like history from from the Beatles. It's like, oh, just do one on the set of the <laughs> album cover, please. It would have been brilliant. But yeah, we're never going to get that. Um, I'm not sure how comfortable I am, though, with Metallica playing in front of Metallica-merchandised amps. Uh, no. either, uh, it, it, it felt kind of lame both in my world and in the meta world of the music video as as well. Like, like Tom, you and me, for example, are going to go see Paul McCartney in we London today. Together in December, December sixteenth, uh, as, as as part of his latest we'll do an tour. Episode. Oh, of, of of course, and you'll probably mention it on this show as well. But could you imagine if Paul came out to a bunch of amps with like McCartney written on? Uh, them? I kind of know what you're saying, but there's 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 a tradition of this, you know, in metal. Um, you know, I'm thinking of like Motorhead, for example, and Dimebag, and and whatever. So you know, people do do this sort of stuff. I guess it the bothers, money's in the amps, man. Yeah, yeah, it bothers you as a normie, but you know it's uh, it's all right. But um, but yeah, that... it's, it's a competent video. Now that we're dead, it's competent. It's very competent. Yeah, again, it's kind of you're aware that it's being constructed as part of a whole set. 
you know, in a batch, so it doesn't feel quite as uh, singular and directed as some of their earlier efforts that we've spoken about. But still, the uh, visual experimentation is really cool. And th the final video, um, Sam, we will return uh, next time to cover all of the remaining videos, but the last one for this uh, edition is Moth Into Flame. Moth, is it Moth Into Flame or Moth to a Flame? I've moth Into so Flame. Moth Into Flame. Yeah. Uh, it, it opens with this like quirky little vignette of the titular Moths covering a TV set. And, it is, and they're playing the music video for Hardwired, which brings up all sorts of like kind of symbolic into, uh, Im 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 implications. But like, I love that like the moths themselves are fans of Metallica, and the TV is the flames, and right, there's right. all sorts of nice, nice imagery in, in in that first ten seconds. And I've been teasing and poking fun at the band for being old men in this episode, and this and this video is the kind of sorry, and this video is kind of the antithesis of all that, and. I'm glad that it's the video that we end on because the band do look pretty awesome in this one. They, they, they looked quite good in the last one as well, but that was, that was very artistic and stylized. But here in Moth Into Flame, they're presented very professionally this this time around. Professional lighting, professional camera work. The whole production comes across very slick and relevant and something that could be taken seriously by a wider audience than just the fan base as well. Big shout out to the editor as well, whoever he was. Like he really keeps up the pace and the momentum in this one. Like this is this is how you shoot aging Metallica. You shoot it well, you shoot it confidently, and you have a couple of little twists in the generic setup. Um, the set design is 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 the big one. I'm not sure if we've mentioned set design yet on this on this show. Maybe for like the memory remains or something. But when I first saw this music video, I thought it was a bit of a beat poet hipster kind of Mumford and Sons set up. Right, you know, right, right. You know, with like the kind of dangling wires with yeah, like light yeah. on the end. But obviously, not only does it create quite a unique, interesting landscape and lighting setup, but it's the the visual aesthetic. The, the symbolism of literal moths into flames and light bulbs and obviously the concepts of lures of fame and fortune in the lyricism as well. So I liked all of that and the designer did that simply and effectively. It looks pretty badass. The band look great amongst it. But then you've got this other visual hook that keeps this narrative thread together. The gag that you like go to the, the POV, the point of view of the moths themselves. Yeah. And the camera distorts the lens as to how the mm -hmm. moth would see the world. It's all fucked up and weird and shit. And it's a really cool image that stuck with me after I watched it. And the idea of like POV from different kind of animals and how that would look in my head was also an image that stuck with me. So well done video. After all of that, you know, there's actually a memorable image, even though it's probably most, you know, most certainly been done before, probably like in the fly in like 1934 mm -hmm. or, or some shit like that. But for a generic guys are playing in the warehouse music video, which is what this is at its core. Yep. It is just it is just the best version of that. This is how you do that with a good pace and a good setup. And you do it professionally and slickly. And it comes across as something really quite interesting. It, it's nothing groundbreaking, but again, no. highly competent. And, and for them to be putting it out, how, how, how many years have they been going now at this point? 2016? Yeah, some 30 odd years. 30 odd uh, no. years. Prior to that, yeah, so yeah, many years. This is quality of a band who's like just just reached reached their first like peak. Like it's 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 really quite amazing. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, I I totally agree. There's a lot of open string language, especially in the early sections. A lot of instrumental stuff, and cutting to like a TV watching the band play the video is such a sort of cliched like '90s some forty one thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but you it know, is. it's a it's familiar language in music videos, and I too really like the fly narrative, the fly perspective, um, the sort of hexagonal multitudes that we sort of lurk through, and the flies on the volume knob, and you know, we end with Lars sticking his tongue out, and you know. 
it, yeah, it's decent. It's fun. Again, it's another performance video. We don't have too much. I like when the um, the moths break out, you know, in uh, like a hive-like thing around Kirk's solo. Of course, yeah. Uh, just like moths are just fucking creepy anyway, ever, yeah. ever since Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, but yeah, the video for me, it was it was very, um, it kind of had like a slightly creepy edge without going into that kind of self-parodic like, air that like like corn music videos go into and, and stuff like that. It was, it was just visually interesting, which is all that I asked for, really. And, you know, that brings us to the end of today's videos. Um, I want to urge people to comment down below. Let us know what was your favourite, what was your least favourite. Just before we discuss our favourites and least favourites, Sam, uh, the final episode is going to cover Dream No More, Halo on Fire, Confusion, Man Unkind, Here Comes Revenge, Am I Savage, Murder One, Spit Out the Bone, and Lords of Summer as well. I don't know if that's a live one, but maybe we'll talk about that one. That's a lot. Oh my god. That's a hell of a lot. It's going to be a bumper episode. Aren't there ones that we've missed as well along the way? If there are, let us know. Mini ones. If if you go on the Wikipedia Metallica discography, I think there are ones that we have missed. I don't think so. Maybe there's a few live ones, but I've been pretty fastidious. I've used the website cross-referencing. But let us know. Um, you know, if you do think MetallicaBot at gmail.com, get in touch with me there if you want to come on the show, you want to discuss something. Uh, at MetallicaBot, the Patreon is there as well. Thank you so much to everyone that donates on the Patreon. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, we've got loads of cool episodes coming up on the show. Uh, I'm trying to think now. Let's have a look at the uh, calendar. We've got stuff like Holier Than Now, House at Jack Bill, mm. I Disappear, Ice Tunny. Uh, I Disappear. Yeah, I Disappear in the next <laughs> like, month or so. So that'll be fun to record. Sam. Your, your podcast, man, your Paul McCartney podcast, I want everyone to download it. Paul or Nothing, right? Yeah, I obviously rushed through my little promo at, at the start. It's called Paul or Nothing. Obviously, you'll you'll put the links down below. I'm on Twitter, which is at McCartneyPod. Email us at paulmccartneypod at gmail.com. Uh, we've, we've got Paul is Dead episodes coming out. We've got the Tug of War review, uh, gig reviews, interviews. We cover it all. Literally anything to do with Paul McCartney and obviously uh, anything to kind of do with the Beatles, even though technically we don't talk about the Beatles. It's the podcast for you. Tom's been on loads. I'm going to have him on hopefully very soon for some kind of fireman stuff, kind of Paul's weird techno stuff that he yep, did in yep. the 90s, which is very, very interesting. And you can find all of that down below, uh, including the blog as well. But yeah, Tom, this has been really, really fun, man. You need to get Ryan back on as well, actually. Yes, you need yes. to get Ryan back. On. Need to get Ryan Curley back on the show. Um, you know, me and Sam. Sam is one of my oldest friends, so it's always great to do a podcast, bro, and to go through this stuff. But yeah, definitely check out uh, Paul or Nothing down in the hole as well. Mine and Sam's podcast. We have agreed provisionally in the future not necessarily in the next even few years but we will do it we're going to do a talking heads podcast as well are you going to so, announce that now oh well my i'm gosh. not going to say officially uh, don't hold me to this in a few years but... oh, <laughs> um no, no no i was saying we could do one but you know <laughs> well um, i mean dude just get the gmail now get the yeah no now. yeah if anyone goes out there and fucks us over like does all those but uh, do that before you release before you release the, yeah, yeah the and dude I, I i can't wait to see you in the, in december uh for when we go see paul mccartney and obviously i'm going to be seeing you at the end of this month as well because i'm going to be filming your battle rap event as yes, well which is yes. going to be uh, battle awesome. we are throwing an event in london i should i should actually advertise this a bit more now for talica but yeah mm. august the 25th um i do a battle rap podcast for to you guys i know like you don't really know what it is but it's sort of competitive performance art performance poetry man poems whatever you want to call it but uh yeah and you're the fucking man for it you're the biggest guy in the fucking uk when it when it comes to that scene don't like downplay that you're like the oprah for like wow. battle rap for, wow. for the uk that. so yeah and, we're, f we're throwing in a free like, event 
Well, I do. Yeah, dude, you're 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 big enough on your own now that you can like kind of swing and dick throw your own event, which is kind of mad. And you're not even charging for it, are you? It's well, free. I mean, can... It's just a one-off. You know, if people can let me know what they think. A about one-off it, but... that leads to many more one-offs, and then the world, man. It's, it's what happens. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, bro. So uh, yeah, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, let us know what your favorite videos are down below. Uh, Sam, I appreciate your time as always, bro. Thank you, man. I can't wait to review another 50 music videos with you on the next episode. <laughs> the final, it's the final stage. We're almost there, people. I appreciate it. It isn't the most viewed series on the channel. but uh, those Of course it's not because I'm on it, of course. <laughs> but um, Sam, this has been great, man. Take care, bro. Always fun, mate.